0: Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 587. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free. Well, I've got a lot of scriptures for you today. You know, everybody says that God is so forgiving. And if you um, uh, commit adultery, if your wife commits adultery, you're supposed to forgive her. This is all coming from Satan. And I'm going to show you through the scriptures that there's a lot of people that made um, confession in the Bible, such as Agag, uh, and he was hewn to pieces. Judas, God never forgave him. He said it would have been better that he had never been born. Ananias and Sapphira and Alexander the coppersmith, and then also Achan. We just got through reading about Achan. And we're going to be reading from the uh, sixth and seventh chapter of the uh, book of Joshua, and possibly some of uh, eight if we have enough time. We've got a lot of scriptures tonight, uh this afternoon or this morning, whenever it is that you're listening to the program. Uh, but right now, let's go to the thrive. I've got letters. I've got music. Uh, well, we just got a real good program lined up for you, so just stay in tune because this is for your life, your immortal life. All right, Father, uh, we ask you that you anoint this program. Pour out everything that you want to be said upon me, and that, uh, Lord, don't let me miss one word from you, so that the people, and open the people's hearts and their minds and souls in our listening audience. And also... um, Let them receive uh, your word and also the backslidden churches, uh, the people in these backslidden churches, let them realize that they are into false doctrine and I pray that this message will show them that. This is what you, when I was praying, that you told me to do tonight. I'm not picking these out myself. I'm not that uh, clever to pick out all these tremendous messages They're very timely. They're exactly what you want. That's why they're timely, because they're what you want. Lord, rebuke the devil. Open up more doors for us. Lord, I know you're opening many doors for us. And I know that you rebuke the devil, but I pray that you keep it up in Jesus' name, that souls might be saved, and the church, the people that are in the Antichrist church, will come out of there and become part of the church body of Christ in Jesus name I pray and everyone says amen Amen.
1: Amen.
0: all right now we I've been preaching from uh, the book of Joshua I have been and uh, so uh, we had uh, Peg Springman singing Joshua fit the battle of Jericho and now I'm going to take a shot at it right here with the stamps quartet and J.D. Sumner and the stamps backing me up Joshua fit the battle of Jericho
1: Joshua fit the bed around Jericho, around Jericho, around Jericho. Well, Joshua fit the bed around Jericho, and the walls come tumbling down. God knows that. Joshua fit the bed around Jericho, around Jericho, around Jericho. Well, Joshua fit the bed around Jericho, when and the walls come tumbling down. Good morning, Sister Mary. Good morning, Brother John. Well, I want to stop and talk with you and tell you how I have come along. I know you heard about Joshua. He was the son of Nun. He never stopped his work until well until his work was done. God knows that Joshua beat the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua beat the battle of Jericho. When the Lord's coming tumbling down, you may talk about your men of Gideon. You may brag about the men of Saul. But there's a man like Joshua at the Battle of Jericho Up to the walls of Jericho, he marched with spear in hand Go blow the ramp, oh, go to the the battle I remember, and God knows that Just with the Battle of Jericho, like Jericho, like Jericho, like Jericho Well, just with the Battle of Jericho, when the walls come a down You may talk about your men of Gideon, you may brag about the King of Saul. But there's none like Joshua at the battle of Jericho Well, the tell me he when young, Joshua's The Joshua spear was a Not really long And upon his hip was a double-edged sword And his mouth was a gospel horn Yet bold oh, and brave He stood salvation in his hand So oh, broke and ran from Joshua Cruttin' cause the devil can't do you no harm God knows that Joshua beat the battle of Jericho of Jericho, of Jericho? Go where Joshua the battle of Jericho. Where the walls come down. Up to the walls of Jericho, he marched with spear in hand. Go blow then ran home Joshua cut those the bottle came to you know. Home. Then the lamb ram's sheep horns began to blow. The trumpets began to sound. Then Joshua shouted glory, and the walls came tumbling down. God knows that Joshua beat the battle of Jericho. Jericho. Oh,
0: Oh, I had to join the stamps there to back myself up. I just get caught up with that song. It's so good. It's just so good. You know, Joshua, God do him to be very brave, very courageous. Amen? Amen. Don't care what people say. Tell them how it is, and be very brave, very courageous. And he says, and then I'll be with you. And the people said, if you are like Moses, and if uh, you uh, don't play favoritism with anybody, if you um, do everything and you tell us the right thing to do, anyone that doesn't listen to you, we will personally kill them, okay? So that's pretty severe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, according to today's standards. I just want to, as I said before, uh, there's so many people today that just like Joni Lamb and all these Casper, uh, wishy, uh, and washy type of Christians. Uh, they uh, say they're Christians, but they say things that are the exact opposite of what the Lord says. So anything that's the opposite of the Lord has got to be the devil. Amen. Amen. And so I don't swallow their stuff and you shouldn't swallow it all either. All right. Now we'll go into, uh, they say now if it's a first, some person confesses and after they've been saved. Now Achan was with the house of God. He was delivered out of Egypt just like everybody else. Amen. Amen. You know, he knew what happened to all the rest of the Jews. And the people that are reading the Old and New Testament today knows what happened to God's chosen people. All the old-timers fell dead uh, in the wilderness, out on the desert, because they sinned. And how did they sin? Well, they didn't trust God. They didn't believe God. They didn't believe in being a testimony for him. To them, being a testimony for God was like reducing them. They believe that they should be the testimony and that God is nothing. Then Moses sent 12 spies into the promised land, one spy from each tribe to spy the land out. Why Moses did that, I have no idea, because the Lord said it was the land of milk and honey and that he would be with them. And so I just thought that was really bad when Moses allowed them to do that in the first place. But they did anyway, and two of them came back and gave a good report. And the others, the other weasels, they were uh, of the the actual camp. They were part of the nation of Israel. And they said, no, those giants are too big. We're like grasshoppers. Too There's no possible way that we're going to be able to fight them when God... Turned Egypt upside down and annihilated the whole Egyptian army so they were bad 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 and so because of the fact that uh, they uh, had done that the Lord made them stay out on the desert they could have been in the land the promised land in about uh, just a few days a couple of weeks but they had to stay out there in the wilderness for 40 years 40 years and they didn't get anything to eat really except a couple of times god just put some manna down on the ground and let them eat that for 40 years it was like angels food but they got sick and tired of it and they murmured and complained like they deserved something they didn't deserve anything because they despised god and him putting them out on the desert you know If God delivered you so many times, and some people, you know, when I tell about the deliverance that the Lord gave me, people say, yeah, 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 okay, what's next, what's next, what's next? That isn't the way it is, kiddies, okay? Like the Lord does these great and mighty miracles. He gives me signs and wonders and dreams, and he's pouring out his Spirit upon all flesh. And he's doing it through preachers and teachers such as myself, How many of us there are, I don't know, but I'm sure that God, one day he told me, you're all that I have, but I'm sure that there's others today that would uh, vouch for the things that I'm saying, Uh, but all I need really as a witness is the word of God. That should be sufficient. And so we're going to go into the word of God and show you that not everybody that confesses gets to live and go to heaven. Such as uh, Mr. Aiken. Now we just uh, went over these scriptures, but uh, there's it's so there's so much depth in them that you can't do it all in one sitting. So here the the whole camp of Israel was troubled because they went up against these people, and uh, they all of a sudden they were on the run, and uh, over 30 of them were killed, and that just ain't like God. Because you can't lose in a battle at all if you're 100% for God, not for your stinking self. And uh, if you're a witness for the Lord and you meditate on every single thing that you should be testifying for and you give nothing to God, it's just you, you, you. And so this kind of thing, uh, but so they say, well, if, uh, yeah, you've been caught red-handed and they uh you know and you confess that god will be just and forgive you no he doesn't forgive you all the time if you went too far he cuts you off and i'm going to prove it with the scriptures. all right so in joshua uh, seventh chapter which we did already but we're going to go through it again a little part of it just a small part Uh, they had to find out Joshua had to find out uh, who it was that caused Israel the trouble because one person in a camp can cause people so much the whole nation of God so much trouble and so they have to be killed stoned to death then burned and their children have to be burned and stoned and their wife has, or wives, have to be stoned and put to death, and uh, then they have to be uh, burned and stoned and covered up and forgotten about all their stuff. Okay. So anyway, so Joshua rose early in the morning and uh, brought. Uh, this is verse sixteen in the seventh chapter of Joshua, yeah, and brought. Israel by their tribes. How many tribes in Israel? Twelve. Okay, so yes, it's twelve tribes that brought all these tribes or clans, and the tribes um, of Judah was taken. Okay, now the tribe of Judah. Jesus is the lion from the tribe of Judah, but uh, nevertheless, uh, there was trouble in this tribe. Uh, Verse seventeen, and he brought the clan of Judah, and he took the family of the uh, Zarahites, and he um, brought the family of the Zarahites man by man, because we have to be diligent and vigilant about seeking out filth in the body of Christ, because. They are not of the body of Christ. And uh, Zebdi was taken. Verse 18. Then he brought his household man by man. One at a time. Um, And Achan, the son of Carmi, C-A-R-M-I, the son of of uh, Zabdi, Z-A-B-D-I, the son of Zerath, Z-E-R-H, of the tribe of Judah, was taken. So, verse 19, so Joshua said to Achan, my son, I beg you, Give glory to the Lord, not to your stinking self. You know that the Lord told you to turn all the silver, the gold, and the brass and the iron to uh, give it to the priests. Not to put any of it in your filthy, stinking tent. You're not supposed to do that, can. So he says, give glory to God, to the Lord God of Israel, and uh, make confession to him. And tell me uh, now what you have done. Well, what difference, people say today, uh, is it what we've done? I mean, of course, there's forgiveness, so we can just keep on breaking the law of God. And it doesn't matter what we've done. If we've run away from the house of God and done some evil thing, if you've left your husband, in the Bible it says a person that leaves their husband and even goes with their dad, that's the same thing as adultery. Whether they fornicated or not, that's adultery. What these things that uh, what have you done? Do not hide it from me, Achan. And uh, Achan answered joshua and said indeed i have sinned against the lord god well today people think that's so godly and that he certainly deserves forgiveness but that isn't the way the lord is if you think that way well then you're the devil because you're not supposed to think like the devil you're supposed to put on the mind of christ amen amen okay so then let's get on with truth okay Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and this is what I have done. What was that? Now, Achan, verse 21, Quote, When I saw among the spoils a beautiful Babylonian garment, 200 shekels of silver, and a wedge of gold weighing, this weasel even weighed it out, weighing 50 uh, shekels, I coveted them. Well, the Bible says thou shalt not covet. You're not supposed to covet things that don't belong to you. You stinking weasel. Well, I'm confessing it so that makes it right. Right? Eh, eh. No, no. Uh, I coveted them and took them. And there they are hidden in the earth in the midst of my tent. Oh, wait a minute. Is your tent the uh, actual treasury of the Lord? Are you a priest of God? No, you're a thief. Sin is the disobedience of the law, is a transgression of the law. Amen? Amen. The law is what God says, don't do. Well, but it's in the midst of my tent. Isn't that okay? Uh-uh with the silver under it. The silver got the lower part and everything else got the upper part so that he could uh, get the garment and put it on and strut around in the tent in front of his wife. Oh, he wanted to impress her with this beautiful garment and also to pull the gold out. And he just left the silver on the bottom because that's, you know, the lesser thing. It's in the midst of my tent with the silver under it. Twenty two. So Joshua sent messengers. Oh, let's broadcast it all over the church. All over the nation. He sent messengers. And they ran to the tent. And there it was. There it was, all this stuff. Just a so good wasn't it? just so good was hidden in his uh, tent with the silver under it. you got to really get into meditating about this filthy scumbag. And they took them from the midst of the tent, brought them to Joshua and to all the children of Israel, Didn't hide it from all the people. They said, look at what this weasel did, man. There's uh, several of you people out of your families that have been killed because of this guy. Oh, surely there's forgiveness for murdering people. No, there isn't. Okay, uh, Clinton and Bush. Bush. No, there's no forgiveness for that. Or any of the other people in the church that sell their soul, some of them steal a few pennies or a few dollars. They don't bring all the stuff to the coffers where they can be distributed among the children of the Lord. But they keep it for themselves. I don't even like it if people open my books. I mean, I get books. People send me books and stuff, and I don't know. All of a sudden, it's open, and they read the message. To, it's my mail. But they think I'm an institution or something, and you can do anything to me that you want. Eh, uh-uh. eh? That ain't the way it is, kid. You're supposed to honor those that have the rule over you. You're nothing if you go break the Lord's commandments. Ain't ya? Okay. So they brought them to Joshua and to all the children of Israel and laid them out before the Lord. Whoa! I mean, they put all this stuff that this guy swiped. Verse 24. Then Joshua and all Israel with him uh, took Achan, the son of Zerah, the silver. They took Achan in the silver. The lowest part. The lowest things first. First Achan, who was the lowest. Uh, The silver, which he deemed to be the lowest. The um, garment. A suit of clothes. The wedge of gold. His sons. What did the sons do? Well, they're the seed of this jerk, water. And uh, they get it too. That's uh, the whole the key. Cursed Israel, and so why not uh, his uh, his sons, his family be cursed? His sons, his daughters, his oxen, even the animals, yeah, the donkeys, his sheep, uh, his tent, and all that he had like the pots the pans the candles everything that he had in there the knives the forks the spoons and they brought them to the valley of achor uh, verse 25 and joshua said quote, why have you troubled us israel all of israel and look at all these bastards in the world today that are troubling Israel. What do you think that God's going to do to you, bastards? And you're having fun playing with them. But let me tell you, bastards, that you're not going to think it's fun any more than can did. Why did you trouble us, huh? Why have you troubled us? question mark the Lord will trouble you this very day so all Israel everybody in the whole nation there's uh, possibly up to uh, three million there's that for sure at least 600,000 of them and more so they uh, burned they stoned him with stones and Achan is his whole family So all Israel stoned him with stones and they burned them them it's not just Achan it's all of them with fire after they uh, had um, stoned them with stones they burned them with fire they're laying there dead then they poured some kind of uh, uh, maybe sticks or some kind of thing on them and burned them up. Verse 26, Then they raised over him a great heap of stones, and his sons and daughters were under them dead because of him. Don't you know, if you serve the Lord, then you and your family will be saved. It shows how much he cared for his family. But if you uh, curse God and uh, curse the children of Israel, then your whole family will be cursed. They're laying under the stones. They're burned up now. They're still there to, this uh, batch of stones is still there to this day. So, uh, and you can't imagine what that stone thing, it looks like it's about a block long. And it's about, in some places at the top, it's like 12 feet, and then it dissipates down to about at the end of the these stones they're big round white stones they've been whitewashed or uh, painted or something and i've been there and they're under there and then there's a big iron plaque there where they're laid true, not rest but they're rotten stinking filthy bones and their ashes are there and their souls are in hell because you cannot disobey God and get a, away with it, even if you confess. Well, now all the preachers are saying that if you confess your sins, yeah, after you're sa- before you're saved, if you confess all your sins, then God will be just and forgive them. But uh, just like he forgave everybody at the camp of Israel, But then when they started sinning, they were once saved. God saved them out of Israel. But when they started uh, defying Moses, the leader, who was very meek and put up with their garbage. There are better words for the word garbage for so long. Then God opened the earth and swallowed a bunch of them up into hell right directly. And then he... um, Uh, had a bunch of them uh, killed and the whole bunch of them died all the old-timers except joshua and caleb they all died and god did this to his own chosen people so that should teach you something you know why do gentiles think that they're they're going to get by with sin god won't tolerate sin he doesn't care if you you've been hurting the house of God and then you want to go ahead and confess it it doesn't matter if you confess it's the same as blasphemy of the holy spirit and that's never forgiven in this earth or in uh, the world to come okay um so those stones are still there to this day and i saw them so the lord turned from the fierceness of his anger so god gets angry and also, God gets full of wrath to a bunch of nothing dogs that think that there's somebody in the Lord. And they sin and sin and keep sinning, and there are no testimonies that so they don't care what they do in front of people or how much they anger the Lord. It doesn't bother them a bit until the day that they get pressed to the wall and run up the tree. And then uh, the Lord says, there's no more forgiveness for you. But we're confessing, Lord, and so you have to forgive. No, he doesn't forgive Achan. He didn't forgive Judas. He didn't forgive Agad. He didn't uh, forgive Ananias and Sapphira. He didn't uh, forget Alexander the coppersmith and so many other people. He delivered Lot and his wife and two girls' daughters, but his wife turned back because she thought it's no big deal. God said, don't turn back or you're dying. Ah, I don't believe that. So she turned back, turned into a pillar of salt. Well, we don't believe that. Let me tell you something. You're going to believe it. That's one of the biggest things that God hates is disbelief of his word. So he doesn't forgive people all the time, even if they confess. All right, now we're going to read a little bit from... Uh, first uh, samuel chapter 15 verse 32 and 33 now agag uh, calls the people a bunch of problems do you remember what agag did that was wrong he,
2: he was part of that of a, an evil nation he what he was part of the evil nation of the part Americans. of it he
0: was the head of us okay not just part we have to go by the bible Okay, Agag. First Samuel, chapter fifteen. So they captured him, and a few days went by. And let, let's hear what happened. First Samuel, chapter fifteen, verses
2: thirty-two and thirty-three. Then said Samuel, "Bring ye hither to me Agag, the king of the Amalekites."
0: He was the king of the Amalekites. He just wasn't part of the nation. He was the king of the nation. All right. Yes. Then what?
2: And Agag came unto him delicately.
0: Delicately. Oh, you know, certainly there's forgiveness. Oh, you know, Let's, uh, it's so good, you know, that you people are forgiving and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I love you, brother. Uh, you're just, uh, you know, I won't do it again. Then what?
2: And Agag said, surely the bitterness of death is past.
0: Surely there's no more condemnation. The bitterness of what uh, we did in the past is over with. You know, let bygones be bygones, and uh, let's go with old Lang Syne. You know, come on, let's be buddies. Let's be friends. Yeah, sure. You know, it's just like a bunch of people in this church. They testified falsely against me in a courtroom in the um, IRS uh, court in Memphis, Tennessee. And, of course, now I'm supposed to forgive them. Well, where does it say that in the Bible? I mean, surely the wrath is gone. Read that again.
2: Surely the bitterness of death is past.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I killed a lot of your people and did a lot of bad things to them. But then what does uh, Samuel say?
2: Verse 33. and Samuel's
0: Sam- a great prophet, amen? When he was amen. just a little boy, they told him the Lord told him to tear these bastards down destroy them throw them to the ground then what
2: and samuel said as thy sword hath made women childless
0: yeah you uh you have murdered little babies you murdered their daddies and their mommies just like clinton did over there at uh, waco and Janet rhino then what
2: As thy sword hath made women childless, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel hewed Agag in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal.
0: Well, wait a minute. He says, surely there's peace now, right? Come on. That's what they're trying to tell. The uh, Palestinians are trying to say that they're the righteous ones and that the jews are evil because they came and repossessed their land just like the bible said they would in the last days just before jesus comes back to earth if i were you palestinians i'd back off because you're not you know you've never been known for being bright because you say a lot of foolish things like you're going to destroy israel and god in his word if you really believe god uh that he says he's going to destroy you he's going to all the nations of the world and their armies are going to come and encompass Israel and are going to start trying to destroy them and they're going to be destroyed. And so it won't make any difference if you say, oh, there's going to be peace and safety here and so on and so forth. Okay, what else? That was it. Yeah. Okay, but no, there's Judas. Now, Judas is carried. Let's go first to Matthew 27, verses 3 through 5. Now, the Son of God is living in me. And the Son of God is living in other Christians in this world. Uh, And the Christians are not Catholics. That is a very bad thing to say that the devil is Jesus, the body of Jesus, when it's actually the body of Antichrist, the Vatican. All right, so um, here we have Judas. Go ahead, read Matthew 27, verses 3 through 5.
2: Then Judas, which had betrayed him when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself.
0: he repented, folks, oh, I for, forgive me now, forgive me now, God, come on, forgive me, then what
2: and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders Verse four. Boy,
0: What? that doesn't do He already yeah, he already sold the Lord. The creator of the world and all the galaxies sold him for a few pennies. 30 pieces of silver. It would have been better that he went to work for Wendy's. Amen? And got Mm -hmm. his paycheck and kept that, right? Right. Or Trudy's diner. All right, what else?
2: Verse 4. Or Mama's
0: diner. Okay, go ahead
2: saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent Oh, he's
0: confessing. Is that going to do him any good?
2: No.
0: No. Okay, that's right. Honest confession is good for the soul. Confess if you're not saved that you're a sinner and then uh, receive the Lord into you with all his power and keep reading the word of God so you have power in you and sin no more. Okay? Is that a deal? Yeah. Okay, you make a deal with the Lord, you better keep it. Okay? Because uh, Achan and all of Israel did, but then Achan broke the deal. And then what happened? His whole family was cursed. And God is cursing the entire world today. I mean, there's more disease, sickness, infirmities, uh, all kinds of uh, curses on people and you think it's mother nature doing there's no mother nature kitties no such thing as mother nature and um so what we do is uh you have to really some of you have sinned too much to ever be forgiven you have to get saved now if you've been saved and you've turned on the lord and you've been attacking the house of god you're doomed okay now i tell it the truth there's no forgiveness for you in this world or in the world to come now keep going
2: and they said what is that to us see thou to to that verse five yeah like
0: the people that he went and confessed to the people that uh murdered uh, jesus that was a good thing he did because of the, he came here to die anyway nobody could have taken his life he laid it down for us if he wouldn't have died on the cross he shed his precious blood for us, there'd be no way that we could have all of our sins taken away. But if our sins are taken away and then we go and sin again, our names are blotted out of the Lamb's book of life. Now, this is the word of God, kiddies. And there remains no more forgiveness. The Lord's not going to come and die for you again. A bunch of scum. Okay, then What?
2: verse 5, and he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple.
0: Yeah, it didn't mean anything anymore because he knew he was going to d- die and go to hell. He was going to leave himself doing and D, and then he was going to hell. Okay, then what?
2: And departed and went and hanged himself.
0: He hanged himself? Well, what an ornament that was. Judas Iscariot hanging on a tree. Okay, Mark 14, 21.
2: The Son of Man indeed goeth as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. Good were it for that man if he had never been born.
0: Okay, it's the same thing with those of us that have Christ in us. When you're attacking us, you're making up lies about us, and you keep doing it over and over, and the government keeps conspiring to get a bunch of liars, a bunch of scummy people together to lie about us. And it's the same thing that you are uh, doing there. Oh, read it again. Verse 21.
2: The son of man indeed goeth as it is written of him, but woe to that man.
0: You know what the Lord says, woe, that means real woe. That means trouble, eternal trouble. Okay, go ahead.
2: But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. Yeah,
0: these people that were Jim Griffin and a bunch of other weasels that stood up against me in the courtroom. Woe unto you, because the Lord is in me. And you betrayed me by lying about me. Okay? And acting so smug. I did my time in prison, but I'm still saved. What about you, kiddies? Okay? Then, okay, now Ananias and Sapphira, in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 5, verse 1 through 10, what they did is they hid, they held back some of the money. They they made it look, they lied to the Holy Spirit. They were saying, here's the money that we got for our house. In other words, uh, saying that this is all the money we got for our house, but they held some back, which means they doubted that God could provide for them. Uh, In other words, a lot of people keep money in the bank because they don't believe that God will continue providing for them if they give all that they have, all their heart, all their soul, all their mind, all their strength. And Jesus said, give what you have to the rich man. Give everything that you have to the poor. In other words, bring it into the treasury so that we can give to the poor. Bring everything you have and thou shalt have eternal life amen amen now uh, you shall go to heaven well the rich man says i can't do that i can't because he had so much stuff so much moolah so much money okay then go keep going
2: okay acts chapter 5 verse 1 but a certain man named ananias with sapphira his wife sold a possession Verse 2. And they kept, sold a
0: possession. All right, so They sold something. So they could tithe and give off love offerings to this newly born church of God. Everyone were sinners. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know where to go. And then all of a sudden the, the light went on inside them. Went on inside them. And then what happened?
2: And kept back part of the price. His wife also being privy to it.
0: Yeah, she knew about it, too. It was like a secret thing. It was like a RICO. They conspired together uh, as a, and thought that they could have a racket going on in the church. We had a guy named Bob Kitchener. He and uh, Angelo um, had a little business going inside the church. The church we were supporting, the Lord was supporting us all, and yet they wanted to get a silver business going and they were hiding it from the lord and angelo was uh you know we had a store and he'd go and purchase little items and when people would come in and want to buy something from the store he said no no i got something better and he'd pull it out of his pocket or something and sell it to them so i had to put them both out Now i didn't stone them to death or anything like that because the lord takes care of them today he said, uh, uh, the weapons that we have now are not weapons, carnal weapons, but the, uh, we have uh, spiritual weapons. Amen? Amen. So, hence, that is true. So, people are supposed to repent in these last days and do the first works. Because some people have slid away. But they think that they can repent. And there's so many things that they can't repent for. They think they can repent. But they have to do the work. They can't steal from God and hide it because the Lord sees that. Okay, there's some people that kind of fell asleep at the wheel. They're not doing the will of God, but uh, and they're not tithing, giving offerings, and they're not doing anything, really, that is of the Lord. And so the Lord says, you know, you're uh, lukewarm. Now, repent of this or I'm going to spoo you out of my mouth, honey. Not today, honey. Not today. All right, so continue on now with this Ananias and Sapphira.
2: And brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet.
0: They only brought a certain part of it, not all of it. When the Lord says, give me everything. Oh, that's disappointing. Read it in the Bible. He said he wants all of your heart. Amen. 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 All not hold back anything. All of your soul, all of it not to hold back anything. All of your mind, not to hold back anything. In all of your strength, you can't give your life to uh, uh, hitting a speed bag and a punching bag and saying, I'm just uh, knocking people's brains out for Jesus. And I sure thank God that God let me knock this guy out. And say, That isn't the Lord. Amen. There's no mm-hmm. such thing like that. Well, I'm playing basketball, football, basketball and uh, baseball for the Lord. Lord doesn't have people doing that. Amen? Amen. He says, come and follow me. Does that mean you're going to play baseball, basketball, football? Hmm? No. No. Or uh, run a speed bag and go out and knock people's brains out and their teeth and everything? No. That's uh, not right. Or are we going to join a group of people like the Muslims that says that the white folks is the people of the devil? First of all, Muhammad was a white man. So he must have been a devil, too, according to his doctrine. No, the Lord uh, said that there was another class of people that were of the devil, and they have to repent. And that the Jew is the head, and they're the tail. Okay, they're in the caboose. And we're the ones that are the engineers. Okay, then go ahead.
2: Verse 3, But Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart, to lie to the Holy Spirit, and to keep back part of the price of the land? Verse 4, Whiles it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. Verse 5, And Ananias... Whoa, you're going to lie
0: to God? why you pompous idiot well we're going to give this money to the lord mm-hmm. oh we don't have any money when you, your coffers are loaded full of money you're just living sumptuously high on the hog out there in deep cotton and all this kind of stuff and that's like lying to the lord because the lord is in those of us that are saved i mean It'd be better that you wouldn't lie at all. Don't tell us that kind of garbage. Just keep it to yourself. Because you're going to hell if you lie to the Lord. Then what?
2: And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. Verse 6. And the young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out, and buried him. Verse 7. And it was about the space of three hours after... When his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. Verse 8 And Peter answered. Well, his
0: wife and him. These are, they had a, re, a racket going or the rico. Amen. Amen. Well, look, come on, let's uh, say, so that we can stay in there. Now, just in case this whole thing collapses, in case the, the church goes down the tubes, in case Israel goes down the tubes, let's hold some back. Let's not trust God we got to hold some of the stuff back because, you know, we don't know if God's going to honor what he says. Well, actually, we think he's lying, so uh, it's possible that he is. And so what we'll do is we'll keep some of the money in the bank, and we'll just uh, go ahead and give part of it here and tell them that that's all we have. And then if everything caves in, well, then we'll have some money to live sumptuously on afterwards. Amen. Isn't that what they were saying? Yes. Okay, then what?
2: And Peter answered unto her, tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Then what?
2: Verse nine. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the Lord?
0: A conspiracy to do what?
2: To tempt the Spirit of the Lord.
0: Yeah, you're tempting, saying... And people that sin and just say, Well, God will forgive. No, He won't. If you think you can hoodwink God, you're crazy. Okay, then what?
2: Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door and shall carry thee out. Verse 10. Then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost... And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get buried together, once we were married together, we'll go to hell together, you know, the whole shot. But they confessed, didn't they? Well, then why didn't God forgive them? Okay, now let's kind of move on. There's many other instances, like, for instance, one of them is Alexander the Coppersmith, Second Timothy verse four, chapter four, verse fourteen, and then the, we could go to Jude, where there's all kinds of people that are in churches and they're eating with us and drinking with us, and they were actually antichrists. They're antichrists. And they're sitting in the church and eating the food that God sends in and sleeping on beds that he gives and playing out in the yard. And uh, the Bible talks about that, them being uh, antichrist Find that scripture, okay? We don't have much time. Now, what else? Go ahead, read Alexander the Coppersmith.
2: Alexander the Coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works.
0: He did the person that wrote uh, two-thirds of the New Testament He did him much evil. And the Bible says, Paul said, who was very much led by the Lord, that the Lord is going to do what?
2: Reward him according to his works.
0: Yeah, according to his works. Okay, now there's a lot of people that were pretending to be Christians. But they can't help, they can't uh, get forgiveness because they're devils. The Lord is not going to forgive devils, okay? Okay. Now read verse four in Jude. there's only one chapter, so it's verse four.
2: For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. So
0: they were ordained thousands of years ago for the condemnation they're going to be, they're condemned to hell then because but just because they think they're sitting in the churches, uh, their are foolish minds are darkened and they believe a lie. They're deceived. Then what?
2: Ungodly men.
0: Ungodly men in churches. Then what?
2: Turning the grace of our God.
0: Turning the power of our God. What?
2: Into lasciviousness. Into
0: lasciviousness. All kinds of uh, filthy, dreaming, uh, sexual uh, things that they do to themselves. And they lust in their brains. Okay? Because lust is in their brain. It get caught. It gets caught there like the hair in a drain. Then what?
2: And denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, they
0: deny him. What does that mean? Well, because he said that you shall not be lascivious, and they are. Then what?
2: Verse 5, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not
0: see he destroyed them and also there were all these angels in the kingdom of heaven and one third of them came down and now they're demons and they were once saved they were in heaven but they're lost and there isn't anything devils cannot repent they can't they just keep sinning and sinning right in front of you And when you bring it out, they start bringing all kinds of excuses and accusations. Well, I see my time is up. Well, I could go on this subject here for days and weeks and months. Okay, so right now is the time for people that can be saved and forgiven of all their sins. They can do that by, oh, you don't believe what I'm saying, what the Bible said? You don't believe God? If you can't believe God, who do you believe your, uh, these different phonies that call themselves preachers and teachers and judges and the Antichrist? Well, well, those of you that do believe the Lord, then say this prayer so that you can be saved and forgiven of all your sins. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood. For the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, and you also, Father, and the Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. Therefore, I know that you have heard me and I know that you have answered me and I know that I'm saved and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Thank you, Father God. Raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord and read the King James Version of the Bible, the old King James Version of the Bible and share and tell the listening audience how they can receive a copy of this uh, program, number 587.
2: It's free. Go to com. Or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406.
0: Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in tomorrow for another powerhouse of a message the truth you know you can't uh, deny the truth if you do you're going to wind up just like achan and ananias and Sapphira and all the others and you know the bible talks about john who wrote the book of john first second and third john and the book of revelation god gave these things to him and he said i john saw a mighty number And he saw all these things for God's anger is filled to the brim and coming down upon earth to smash the earth just as these are the beginning of sorrows that you're seeing on the news today. Here I am with J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet to sing a piece of that uh, last book of the Bible. It's called, I, the Apostle John, I, John, saw a mighty number.
1: Well, I so number in the middle of the air well, I jumped so number way in the middle of the air somebody will I jumped so number way in the middle of I so number in the middle yeah, well, there were three gates in the east And there were three gates in the west Three gates in the north Three gates in the, gates in the, gates in the south And that made twelve gates to the city Four square wide Highland caught the mighty will Well, I chanced on mighty number Way up in the middle of the air That John saw a mighty number Way in the middle of the air Oh, John declare Old man, he saw man had twelve stars in his right hand. Well, his eyes flashed by like a burning sun. Oh, John got scared and he wanted to run. Well, he wanted to run, but his feet wouldn't go. Well, he felt the gospel come like a two-edged sword. Well, he heard a voice he said, "John, take a look he read what you see." And then, a the book he saw twelve angels in the east. Twelve angels in the oh, west Twelve angels in the north Twelve angels in the south Forty-eight angels through the city Four square wide. Hallelujah God. Nobody know me I jumped on somebody Another A good way In the middle of the air, I jumped on somebody Another A good way In the middle of the year I yeah, yeah, yeah.